0: Hello and welcome everyone to the second episode of Uncovering You with Nikki G featuring sociologist and sexologist Nicole R. Good, M.A. A.K.A. Nikki G. That's Me, your host and in-house expert. Today we will, we will be discussing the state of Black relationships, specifically Black love relationships. And here with me to converse about this nation building pertinent matter is licensed family counselor and mental health therapist Glendora Devine. Welcome Glendora and thank you for joining me.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Okay, so you're the family counselor, and I want to give special attention to that before we go in depth into the analysis and the challenges and the ways to heal and the action steps for um, improving, enhancing Black love relationships and marriages. So can you please explain to the audience what you specifically do in the field of family therapy?
1: Well, I provide I provide individual and family counseling, and what I do is actually help families communicate better. My job is to help families safeguard their actual families by leaving legacies and having a healthy mental living situation. At all times, as much as possible. That's what I do. So we really focus on how they communicate and we focus on how they are interacting
2: with each other, their behaviors.
0: Okay. And so in your with in your professional opinion and professional assessment, what is the current overall state of black relationships from what you're experiencing in your field, which is for people family therapy, uh psychology, correct?
1: Yeah, so I'm honestly experiencing in my practice, I'm gonna speak on my practice. because um, yeah. I have uh my own brick and mortar and I had had I haven't had it since 2010. <clears throat> so, you know, I'm just gonna speak on my practice in general. Um what I'm seeing with the black families um there. Well since COVID nineteen uh, I'm seeing a lot of stress a lot of anxiety and a lot of uncertainty I'm seeing a lot of, of families being challenged as actually is this something that I want to do um, I'm getting a lot of families that are breaking up um, not really communicating effectively or honestly if they are communicating effect- effectively it's because they found a new renewed way of thinking about who they are and where they are right now in life and how they can build so it's really a mind shift is going on to see like whether we really want to be in this relationship or do we not have we have had enough now I really think is the pressure of this pandemic more so than what really was going on in the relationship in general
0: so in your practice which you've been in for years now Mm -hmm. and considering COVID would you say that it is exacerbating Maybe a pre existing stress or uh, ineffective communication.
2: Yeah. Between exactly. the
0: couple that may have existed prior
2: to right. COVID.
0: Because if you are an effective communicator, despite stress, you still know how to communicate. Now, you may hit rifts where you need to have your moments of silence or contemplation or whatever else, but to have complete. Um, you know I I don't want to say inability to communicate but so much so that it's to the extent where it's like hey we don't know if we want to go further in this relationship in your practice and considering recent um, you know situations and circumstances your practice you still see that families sometimes have trouble communicating with each other correct?
1: Exactly and you know what the the what has what COVID has done with the pandemic, it really has just brought out, you know, really
2: mm.
1: where the dysfunction in the relationship because it has literally made everybody pause and really spend time with each other. And now we're really starting to see we can't communicate. I don't know how to tell you how to love me. I don't know how to tell you, you know, how to love my. I I don't know how to love myself. So. We're really starting to see that because no one really wanna be alone. I was, you know, looking at a article the other day and it was saying that basically our children are really having it the hardest and the parents are not mm-hmm. really understanding how the children are really not developing like they normally would be if they were out socializing. Like And the ready- stress
0: just like they're dealing with. We,
1: exactly. You know,
0: sometimes it Don't forget the children get stressed out.
1: And that's what the article was saying. It's like basically, you know, and the ones that the children that's getting it the worst are the ones that's preschool and elementary because their brain is really absorbing stuff at this moment. And it, all it has is the four walls. And then, you know, the other thing with the parents, I'm like, okay, well, they That's what's going on with the children. We have to go back and think about what are we teaching the children based on what they see us going through at this time. Are we communicating effectively? You know, I had a client, you know, last week and I was talking to her and she was like, well, for two days, I just shut down and cried. And I was like, literally, you just told me you shut down and cried for two days. You have a whole husband, two small kids that's in elementary school, and you shut down for two days over something that... Uh, so over somebody that's not even living in that house mm. saying, so what did you really just teach those two children in the midst of a pandemic
0: so listening to what you're saying there were some key things that you said the, the stressor which I see it as an exacerbating factor and you go what it's doing is that stressor in particular is bringing out what was already there. That's Mm -hmm. exactly what Mm -hmm. what you were saying. And so, you know how people talk about 2020, which means, you know, the clarity of vision. And so things are becoming evident and Mm -hmm. they're becoming clear in in this year of, I would say this year of great challenge for expansion and understanding and then the other thing that you said a key thing very point uh, poignant thing that you said was they're they're having these questions of you know i don't know how to tell you how to love me i don't mm-hmm. you don't know what love is i mm-hmm. don't you know i don't feel like i'm getting this love and and, and, and i not don't love myself she's not, i don't right she's not She's not understanding me. And so one of the things that in my practice, which is sociology and sex, uh, sexology, I look at people and I say, the thing that you're not examining at a core level is you say love, but you actually have not contemplated love. What is love? What does love Uh mean to you? What does it look Uh like in action? What is it that you need? What does it require? And what is the actual definition of it beyond just Merriam-Webster, but also in a spiritual sense? Uh Even if you want to go deeper, philosophical, any ways that you want to look at it, but an actual deep, in-depth contemplation of what love is, and then you also have the five love languages, and so Uh they don't. And and I do hear people kind of throw that around, but there's Uh still a real contemplation of love. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like I want to feel it, I want to have it. But is it really you just want to feel somebody there? You want somebody to 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 fill in voids and wounds and another key thing you said, I don't want to be alone. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things if if we were looking at the top 5 challenges that are facing black love relationships, which you pretty much covered some there, I would say the Ineffective communication and behind that, a lack of emotional intelligence, which contributes to well, a lack that's of true, too.
1: That that well, you know, yeah, you, you say got, that that, that too, yeah, you <laughs> know, because that is hard. It's hard to have a level of understanding when you're so hurt and angry. So, so the history he, of trauma, yeah, say, is a, yeah, so is a know,
0: factor. Yeah, so, and so have, like, this
1: the pandemic is just bringing us out. It's like, okay, now I'm mm-hmm. sitting here in the midst of this, and I have nowhere to go. I have no one to really talk to. And, you know, we're just, I don't relate to you no more. And I'm not, I don't know how to relate. So, yeah, th- that's thats And then totally. I tell
0: people, can you relate to yourself? How intimately do you actually know yourself? How thoroughly mm-hmm. do you know yourself? Because mm-hmm. you, can, you can know no one else any deeper than you know yourself. True. and usually that death starts that lack of death starts right there. So, we, you said first, your just from your practice, ineffective communication, which mm-hmm. I would say is linked to also a lack of emotional intelligence, of, of also not being taught how to communicate. You have a history,
1: maybe that's it. Family. That's, that's uh, what you it's, said, that's, all of that. I'll that's that's, that. that's it. That's of, your family no, not communicating. I, so. honestly, uh, family. I, honestly, Nicole, I have I, I created a journal. And this journal is called, um, it's called um, Dear John. And people say, well, why did you, why did you use Dear John? I said, because back in the day, Dear John is what we did when we wanted to break up with somebody. We would send them a Dear John letter, <laughs> with a type of a letter. And, and the letter will always start off with, it wasn't you, it was me. And so the, the subtitle of the book is called Time to Love Me. Now, this is a three-part journal. And the reason I was inspired to write this journal is because I felt like I was repeating myself over and over and over. I was, keep telling people, listen, if you want to be in a compatible relationship, you have to understand what you do not desire. And you understand that by actually sitting down and taking a moment to just think about of all these relationships you don't experience, what is it that you did not like about it? When did you feel hurt? When did you feel betrayed? When did you get angry? What happened? And what is the opposite of that? Because when we start looking at what the opposite is for you, that is when we start to determine determine what it actually takes to love you. And that book is like, it's a six month relationship book. Cause after you go through that part of the exercise it's another exercise. And then in the end you go through six months and it's going to talk to you about um, it's 13, I think 12 or 13 questions that I'm asking you. And you just going to meditate on those questions every month in the thought process of you being in this relationship with this person. And, in the end, as you continue to read over that, you should have a clear understanding if this person is compatible with you or not, or you really are just wasting your time, you know, and it's the really it, you have to do the work, you have to search your soul, you got to figure out, you know, what is, what is it that honestly
2: makes you feel good?
0: Okay, so this is, again, going from you know, the beginning of this conversation to now, and I'm going to keep doing this so the people, the audience can get a, a clear in between the dialogue, what are the challenges we're facing? And so okay. we have ineffective, not that you have to do it, I'm just going to keep going through it because we'll keep talking about stuff and they'll be like, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, and then they won't have that clear right. cut list. And so we've said ineffective communication, uh, we, I've added lack of emotional intelligence, which leads to in, in the ineffective communication, the, the lack of emotional intelligence. All of that's coming from a lack of understanding, a lack of not knowing. Then we have a history of trauma. That trauma, specifically, I want to go specifically to black love relationships. Not only is it individual and family, I would also add the systemic because the system, the the the, the mic, the macro level is impacting the micro level. Right. So the inequality that African-Americans or people of color, specifically those described as black, contend with, wrestle with, and have to survive through the United States has a direct impact on their families and their individual psychologies. Right. And so the next thing that you touched on was the incompatibility. Now, this should have been assessed from the beginning. (laughs) Because now
2: how can they
1: do that based on our generation i mean just not even our generation just based on our culture how could how could they do that we were you know trying not to go you know how i'll be going but i'm like how could they do that when you were told based on the culture the black culture so you know, you talk, you're I'm gonna black, be
0: a, you talking about African American culture, yes, specifically in America. Yes, and okay. you're gonna
1: be you're gonna be you were raised Christian nine times out of ten. Yes,
0: ma'am.
1: You was raised nine Christian times out of 10. This mm-hmm. white Jesus is your Lord and Savior. And that's what that's what we grew up on. When they took us to the Baptist church and all of that, this is what they were. You you about it. to dig in,
0: Divine? You know. You're so
1: I, I, I was in. trying well, to, be trying you to be quiet, true- but you know, you, I ain't gonna keep talking to you about this. Listen, how could they do that when we are taught to believe in all of this? stuff and then turn around as we continue to get older we start to see how the parents the same ones, the grandparents the same ones that was running us to these churches are the same ones that's not there for us as we become an adult and we start to lose our way and we're not finding our way and we're not catching the way that we need to be caught or we start to really understand how poor we really are and how hard things really are and how the white Jesus just still got his ass on the wall and how how do do we do this? How do we do this and is he really white? What's really going on? So all of that starts to happen.
0: So we're where we're, we're at at the incompatibility and I'm saying, you know, which is what you're seeing in your practice and you've been doing it for years. So I'm right. going to say that to the audience. She's been doing this for years and this is what she's saying. So now I'm coming from the lens of a sociologist. She's bringing up now the Eurocentric worldview and it's devastating impact on the psychology of black people, of African descendants. Yes. So So when we look at, that question of when Ms. Devine is saying how do black people do this because their culture contradicts the knowing what they're taught and it's really, it's not, it's actually not black culture, it's Eurocentric culture American culture infiltrating into the black family and the black household, shaping their mindsets and their viewpoints and impacting their life chances, accesses and, and, and love and ability to love and experience love uh, mm-hmm. with, with each other and themselves so a lot of this not knowing is because of the trauma in the programming But this doing, and this is why we're doing this show this is why we're mm-hmm. doing this show and I hope that people are listening that you have to make a decision that you don't know all the answers and you may have been bamboozled exactly. so people like Glendora Devine who's a family therapist and counselor that's what she does professionally I'm a sociologist and a sexologist. I look at the whole entire environment. Sociology is not simply society. It's the systems. I intricately right. study the right. systems around you that right. may be infiltrating, impacting you, or pushing you, persuading you, leading you different directions, which it crosses over into many other fields. And then, of course, sexology is a study of human sexuality. And so we right. have, really right now, black people have, two great voices on the phone coming from these different lenses so this incompatibility is you instead of going this goes back to the first thing I said when it's like okay they like love me do you have you stopped and contemplated love your love what you know love what looks like what it feels and that's where they keep missing the point yeah and you know how themselves for someone else
1: exactly to, to exactly and, and, and and, what they need
0: and, to be and fulfill to themselves
1: and the thing about it is that when we do that as black people we honestly know we are doing wrong to ourselves we honestly know this person is not right for me this person is actually hurting oh, me that part. we mm-hmm. actually know it but again we're comfortable. And you know, one thing that I, I also try and help people understand that are, you know, African American, I try to have them say, listen, you know, one of the things, and, and now since I 10, when I do this, they are able to help me recite And I say, you know, one of the things that your, you know, people, your parents, grandparents, somebody did is they ran you back and forth to the church. And they made you show up every Wednesday, every Sunday, Saturday, and straight through in the week if it was a revival. And you had to learn all these Bible verses. So let's do this one. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as we get out of church, what are the first things do your people say to you? Do you want some chicken? Do you want some spaghetti? Do you want to go over your cousin's house? Do you want to go to the Olive Garden? They w- and then next thing you know, you're like, I want, I want, I want. Now you're in an adult. And now you up there trying to live your life based on I want. This is a spiritual battle. You have to understand, again, how you were attempting to be raised, but it's almost hypocritical because they gave you the verses, but they didn't teach you how to apply them. And so Mm -hmm. they taught us the opposite on how to apply them. So that's why we come out and we all this, oh, well, I want somebody that's got a good job and I want somebody that, you know, don't mind my kids and I want somebody, all of that. And you're calling and you bringing, summoning the wrong energy to your vibe. You should be talking about your desires, uh, what you really have in your heart. And only way that you can, I feel, can understand those are only by going through the trauma and the pain and recognizing what caused that. And then once you, because what I try and do is cognitively help people understand how to change their behavior so they can change the feelings that they are actually receiving if they don't like those feelings. Let's restructure your mind or your thought process on what you're actually thinking about and how you actually reacting based on what you're thinking about. So if you understand that you honestly is bringing energy to you that is negative based on how you're thinking about it, why wouldn't you try and change that?
0: Okay, so then I will go here. The next thing I will say is w- another... Factor very important factor and top factor impacting the quality of black love relationships is the lack of mental physical and spiritual wellness yeah maturity yeah and so i'm going through that list again i'm doing this for the audience we have ineffective communication we have a lack of emotional intelligence a history of trauma on macro and micro levels then we talked about incompatibility that incompatibility i want to include in that thought which they're not the same these are very different things is chemistry compatibility and complementarity which a lot of people in american culture regardless of race race, and ethnicity are not taught about complementarity you get about chemistry and then your so-called ideas of what you have incompatibility, but never really understanding complementarity. So Mm -hmm. for the audience, I am going to clearly define these three things for you. So you have your chemistry and your chemistry is the attraction, the heightened aroused energy shared between the people. That's usually what, what, what you're moving on.
2: Okay. okay?
0: And and you need it. it. It's not that it's not important. You start and then, and then you go out on your dates and do whatever you're doing. And you're trying to assess its best, That person is trying to assess as best as they know how.
2: The compatibility,
0: but let me clearly state this for everyone listening. Compatibility has to do with the common and shared beliefs and values, life goals, and your shared experiences and your ability to enjoy each other, um, experience each other, build intimacy and have fun. When you move to complementarity, and and none of these components should be neglected. I'm not saying one's more important than the other but complementarity is now when you have evolved Mm -hmm. beyond chemistry and compatibility with it being there and developed it Mm -hmm. being there and developed but you're you're enhancing you're ascending to the next level of complementarity and complementarity is holistic it's in every sphere of your existence which means it's going to include all the chemistry and compatibility but it's beyond that Mm-hmm. It's the ability to envision, create, and build together. It is progressive, it's generative, and it's cooperative. That's and what so I it's about, about it. it's, it's about Black people are not being taught as a whole, as a culture, about building legacy and building together. And so that's the
1: truth us, right
2: there.
0: In saying that the incompatibility, I want us to also keep in mind the 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 progression that happens there and ascending on to the highest level without neglecting the others. so we're talking chemistry compatibility and most importantly the ascending level complementarity which a lot of you are breaking down in the compatibility area the next thing i want to address and we said the lack of mental physical spiritual maturity from what miss divine you know well, just well, talked about go, the not doing the self. i want to move i want to we're go we're going going there
2: when uh-huh. you going
1: over compatibility you know uh-huh. um I don't think that people get an opportunity to honestly hear that definition and how it is applied to a relationship. So just mm. go over that one more time.
0: You want the compatibility one? Hmm. So the compatibility is the common beliefs and values that you and this person that you you're considering partnering with, spending your life with and. You know, common you
2: beliefs have. and values. So you have
0: common beliefs and values, life goals, shared experiences, the ability to enjoy each other. So when we talking about enjoying each other and sharing with each other, we're now getting into the word of intimacy. And so intimacy is another factor that impacts the quality of relationships. And people not fully understanding intimacy and also the unique intimacy needs of the man and the woman.
1: Mm-hmm. i get so many relationships coming in there and they say you know um they, they just don't even touch me they don't acknowledge me it's just you know it's nothing there and basically they're saying there's no intimacy
0: that's problematic it's definitely problematic and in my field there are a lot of men because of the psychology that have stated that repeatedly
2: yes
1: and yes. a
0: lot of men do have a love even though they may have multiple love languages a lot of times the primary is physical touch yes and so Ooh, i try to explain to women when you feel what if he's actually done something to where you cannot be with your husband sexually anymore. you need to if you want to stay married you need to immediately seek counseling whether that's with a family therapist or sexologist. a sexologist, a, a counselor, a psycho, a, a sexpert, a sexologist. Yeah. What you need to get to who, and you may need to see two of them. You may need to see the uh, individual counselor and the sexologist. Whatever yep. it is, but you definitely need to go see somebody because. And, and I try to explain this to women. Again, we're going back to that lack of understanding. Sometimes, sometimes, and I love women. I love women. Sometimes, however. Women do not un- do not seek to understand the biology, the actual makeup of a man, and he has mm-hmm. way more testosterone than you. And our sex drive comes mm-hmm. from the testosterone, and so mm-hmm. he he's only the best of men, the best of the best of men. He's highly disciplined. He's only gonna go so long.
2: Mm-hmm. Six- He's only gonna, yeah.
0: So that intimacy and that. So I want to get into this other component because we're covering all these different things, and I'm I'm stating them okay. over and over okay. again. So I know whoever's okay. taking notes, they're getting it. Another thing that I have found that impacts the quality of relationships is economics, the finances. Of course. And not being enough. Of course. Or or,
1: or the man is not making as much as the woman. Yeah, oh, that yeah. type of
0: thing, or pay, and, or or the money's not being spent correctly. They may have plenty mm-hmm. of money, but one spouse is doing whatever they want to do. But see, with
2: that the money goes back. Then
0: you have the, then you, uh, and and I'm gonna give it right, right back. to go you. ahead. Go and ahead, then you go have ahead. from the from the sociological perspective, you have the actual economic system around them where African Americans, of Black people, we do not hold wealth as a people, collectively, mm-hmm. a large, a large amount Correct. of of wealth so that impacts us as far as actually being able to access capital and resources so you got that and then when we go looking for you know jobs it's not equality there Mm -hmm. and so all of that is being infiltrated in the house but from your experience in your practice how much do you hear about the financial or finance issue as a problem in black relationships or marriages
1: well, uh, the finances—I hear that a lot, and I do hear a lot about the communication. And the other one is about the intimacy. And uh, I think that um, the this finance one is all about the compliment definition that you gave, being able, uh-huh. about being complimentary. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, explain it more to me in reference to your practice.
1: Because I believe that you know when we come to the finances, we are a if you're able to literally. Build with somebody and tell somebody like one question that I ask family um couples when they come to me, I would ask you know some time I would say, without looking at him or without looking at her, tell me two things you have learned from her. But tell me two things or you have learned from him. Because, again, I want to see if you really are being in tune with each other. Because if you are, then we're not going to have issues related to finances. But if somebody is literally doing everything, it's always going to be an issue somewhere in that relationship. I even had a client that was literally he paid all the bills, all the bills. And she worked and she had a great job and. Even when they went out of town, he paid for everything for them to go out of town and he was literally feeling some type of way because she really wouldn't buy him anything. Anything for the she wouldn't do anything for the house, he bought everything for the house. And so I'm like, Well, who set this arrangement up? You know, and how do you, you know, what are your suggestions to go back and try and redo it? Because it's obviously hurting you. But the reality is, he didn't have the communication in place where she was even open to hear him because of how he already have been treating her, and it was just uh, he felt himself was like in a box that he couldn't get out of. So you said financial-
0: already treating her. Are you referring to him already taking care of her totally? Yeah, care uh, of
1: exactly. Her? Okay. Exactly okay. and, and and you know and it was like and she didn't think that it was a, a problem or didn't have no even idea how to give him sympathy related to I want us to build I want us to do things more and that's what I start trying to get them to do is like literally tell me what are y'all doing in the next five years what is the plan for the family and what and he's literally like well I work to pay for everything now I don't we just do day by day. And I thought that was like the saddest thing ever that I had heard because
0: we are back in we are back in uh, compatibility and complementarity. Never mm-hmm. had it. They mm-hmm. were not on the same page. So mm-hmm. I feel like people are moving so quick in this so-called dating process. I'm a courtship person. I'm a friendship courtship yes. person. So mm-hmm. in in the initial, I will say this to help uh, young people or people that are back out there dating, even if you're out there cougaring rah, whatever you're doing. <laughs> what I would say what I would say is this. When you're in this process of meeting someone, stop immediately jumping to, I want him to be my man. I want her to be my man. They find they this and we going to be this and this and that. You don't know what this is. And see, and that's that word you see the word you said?
1: Then that's what they say. I want. I want. You see what I'm saying? And again, that's not no desire.
0: They don't understand themselves. They have not contemplated themselves deep enough to even truly know why do you want that? They don't even stop. And why do I want that? So what I'm saying here is this, is that in that process of meeting someone and they attract, it's nothing wrong that you became attracted to them physically. That's what's usually going to catch people. You catch their eyes. So now you're coming up on this thing or it's coming towards you. Women, I say, you shouldn't be coming up. Don't don't be aggressive because you don't have to say come here to a man that's coming towards you. However, hmm. uh, when, when you're in that process, instead of going a lot of what I find with a lot of women in my field is that they're like, you know, I want to be with somebody. I don't want to be alone. And there's nothing wrong with you want to be married. You want to be this, but you, I tell people, I have to be compelled by that specific person, that specific soul, that specific spirit. You, when you first meet someone, you are in the process of knowing and just enjoy Getting to know, take your time, slow down for the getting to know because this is when you start discussing common beliefs, values, life goals. Exactly. This is, like I see people in this so called dating that they do now where the say, the let's say the man has children and the woman has no children, and she articulates very clearly that I don't want any kids. I hate to tell the guy, I don't care how fine she is, that ain't it. You you have not been deceived, and vice versa. You and so people will try to force fit things and then don't understand why they're so devastated
2: Mm -hmm.
0: or why they're going through what they you were never compatible, you never got past chemistry.
2: Exactly. Even on
0: the chemistry, now I am a, a a sexologist and sociologist that has a very strong spiritual component. Even with chemistry with me, it has to be spiritual and energetic and mental. Mm-hmm. Very cerebral
2: mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so, you being a physically attractive is insufficient. There are so mm-hmm. many people that are physically attractive. It's something I need something on a higher level. And that's what has not developed in people. They be ready to risk it all on
2: They look, do. On they look. do. I, on look for loneliness.
0: You, on the, on the, uh, you know. Like,
1: uh, yes. I, I look. It'd be on looks. It'd be on the fact that they are alone. Again, you have to think about too. A lot of people have been li- literally shut down and not been able to socialize. So now I'm super lonely. Um, they, they were also super th- lonely
0: before that. You you being yeah,
2: nice.
1: they Go were, ahead. but I think it was <laughs> as- Girl, I think it was yes. exacerbated. I-, I think it was pushed up a little bit more. It amped um, but- up. Mhm. So I yeah, think I'm, a- I'm
0: seeing titties all on social media. Titties ads. Mm-hmm. And- oh, me,
2: mm-hmm. to- <laughs> I was wondering, girl. Oh, I, was I said, they, watch "Oh, watch my they, mouth." Oh,
0: they' hungry, ooh, girl.
2: girl. <laughs> and, and, and it's serious, and
1: that's how it really is. But exactly what you're saying about the fact that if they had really been compatible it would never been an issue with the finances now even when it became an issue or they had a problem or a disagreement it still would always come back to is nothing worse for me to hurt you verbally mentally physically or spiritually so this too shall pass we're going to work this out and you know and i'm not just speaking from the fact that i am a licensed professional counselor and i uh deal with individuals and families couples and marriages but I'm also married and I'm a married. It'll be 20 years this year. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. i live the experience of trying to understand and learning how to understand to be with somebody and how to love myself. And I'm telling you that stuff that, um, what's her name? Sierra spoke on or how she got mm-hmm. Russell. That's some tr- true stuff that sitting down and really clearing your mind, meditating on what you truly desire,
0: contemplating and- you.
2: That's yes. Perfect. So there's a whole yes. section I have
0: in my in my Mojo 101 course. I have a whole section about that. Is yes. that what 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 she what Sierra did? Is that yes. what she did? And so I and I try to explain to people like for me. I tell women all the time, I'm not teaching you something that I'm not living or I'm experienced. I have a very delicious, very deliciously empowered life, oh. and so I kind of I don't have to like. Force anything or manipulate things. It's mm-hmm. like money cometh under me. Those who have it cometh under me. Those who wealth mm-hmm. them, will come. Towards me. I don't. I don't have this force. But I'm also. I told a young lady I was talking to once. I said, "Do you want to know the secret to the sauce?" And she was like, "Who?" Mm-hmm. I said, "I'm gonna tell you the secret to the sauce." Get to a point when where you are content with you. You don't need anything more or anything mm-hmm. less beyond you. And watch.
2: exactly? And yeah. look watch at what heaven be on earth.
0: Yeah, an abundance of life will not only come out of you and be all in your face and it'll be your energetic aura. That is what will come toward you.
1: Yes. Yes. You won't be That's out what I was saying right? earlier. You
0: won't have to do anything. Yeah, You won't have, You did yeah. You did speak on that. You yeah. Did. Yes, you did. That's what I was saying. You said it's in your journals. You have some activities. Yeah. So I'm trying, I'm trying to help right you. Here.
2: I'm going I'm I'm right to stop right,
0: right and tell them please state what your journal is, again, what, what the journal is, the name of it, and where they can purchase that journal. And then we'll okay, the
1: journal is called Dear John, and you can purchase it on Amazon.com, and you can just put my name in, Glendora Divine, D-V-I-N-E, and the I have, form. G-L-E-N, Love. thank you, G-L-E-N-D-O-R-A-D-V-I-N-E, and now I have two books out there, um, but the journal is the one I'm really trying to help grown people get their life right and understand who you are and what you truly desire, not what the hell you want, but what you desire. The other book is a behavior therapy book for parents and it's called Breaking um, Leaving a Legacy, Breaking the Disconnect Between Parents and Millennials. Um, so basically it's Things that parents can do to honestly communicate effectively with their children and honestly build a legacy so you can see it right now before you pass. You can hear it. You can see it. You can, you know, achieve an actual legacy that you're proud of. So that is that's what my books are out there about on Amazon.com.
0: Okay, and I will piggyback off of that and, and let everyone know that my Mojo 101 course is it is very extensive it's from from it's holistic it's from beginning to end you will Mm. be whole you will be a new coming out of that and of course you can find that in nicole r good ma school of sexology also i have uh started the new centrally empowered sessions Mm -hmm. and this is it focuses specifically specifically excuse me specifically on (laughs) um the it, the sensual and the sexual expression so women can get very comfortable in there but we're going to come out of that and we're going to get back to this thing and you actually that goes along with the intimacy thing because of mm-hmm. there, the tra- between mm-hmm. the trauma the trauma and the not knowing self here comes the lack of intimacy right and other things. here goes another thing i want to insert in there and then when we come to the end of the show you all i will go back through them all so you can know not in necessarily a specific flow order but definitely everything that Glendora and I touched on today. So the next th- this last thing I want to touch on is breaking trust commitment infidelity. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> now that and that's not specific to black people. Please, I just want to say that. No, but right we're just talking so about our people though.
1: That's it. That it's not it's, it's not I mean, mean, but it, it's <laughs> right, it's a yeah, reality yeah. in our in our culture and so and we and so many of us are trying to break the generational curse and have whole families and we so many of us desire to have whole families and we're trying to create those families so this infidelity this stuff breaking trust this is a really big deal and it's like how do you once it happened, how do you go forward and honestly nicole the way to go forward is to honestly start living tra- transparent. It just, mm-hmm. you know, you living have to. Living your
0: truth by being truthful you know, with yourself. You just have
1: to, yeah. And yeah, 100, you're just going to be open. You're going to be like you are a book and you're going to be transparent in everything that you do. You're also going to put more energy into your partner. You're going to put, because what was going on when infidelity was popping, you was absent at home. So now put that. Maybe it was absent
0: before as well, too. Exactly.
1: So let's put this energy in where it really needs to be. Be. Yeah. And so if we can all live our best life, but you know the um, you can you can heal from infidelity. You can, and at the same time, the main thing I feel like you gotta um. Now honestly, we've been together like I said, between years in December. We honestly haven't experienced that. But, you know, the reality of it is, I believe that it's just, it's so easy to experience. It's so easy to get lost. And I tell so many couples, when I hear what's going on, I say, why are y'all acting like you're in high school? You talk like you're in high school. You be petty like you're in high school. Why no one is, development. Yeah. It's
0: stifle development. Now, I will say this. I have seen, and when I'm assessing just Black Americans in a Eurocentric society purposefully their development is stifled however I do not like the we Mm -hmm. all have the power to make a different decision and so we have to as individuals as families choose to educate ourselves and invest in that education and that's Mm -hmm. why people will invest in clothes and shoes and I have nothing against clothes and shoes I got plenty but I Mm -hmm. I have twice or three times as many books as I have shoes. And I got my mm-hmm. shoes got shoes on shoes. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I have a personal library. But what I what I see is that that there's a stifle, when we talk about the black people as a whole, there's a stifle in their development. And the problem is we have too many, it's definitely not all that are okay with being oblivious and ignorant of the self, but it's so deathly and costly to us as a people and mm-hmm. as individuals.
2: Yes. Yes,
1: it is. Yes, it so is. Let, so I'm, I'm really glad you had this, this talk, this um podcast tonight. I really am. I really go. Feel like I'm
0: a, go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, I just really feel like it's so many people that honestly just need to hear that, you know, they're not alone. And they're this is normal what they're experiencing. And just for us to be saying it, they, you know, I believe a lot of people are going to be able to relate to to what we're saying.
0: Yeah, they, they definitely will. So I am going to go back through this list. It's not in a flow order. I want to say that for the audience. It's not in a flow order that if you do this one first, then the other one's going to, to happen. And I may insert something along the way. So I just want to make sure it's clear for those of you who listen from beginning to end through all of this dialogue, the factors that impact adversely, impact the quality of black love relationships is ineffective communication lack of emotional intelligence lack of understanding lack of spiritual uh, maturity lack of mental physical spiritual wellness a history of trauma on a macro and micro level so we're talking about the individual the family and systemic incompatibility not transcending past chemistry, not really developing the compatibility, never actually getting to the ascending level of complementarity. Uh, You have a loss or a lack of intimacy, and then the breaking of trust and commitment, infidelity. We also discussed finances and inadequate financial resources, economic inequality experienced by African-Americans and that impact on our communities and that impact on our families the other thing that I want to add that I don't believe we touched on extensively is that sometimes the gender role expectations can influence relationships. I see a lot on social media, um, you know, people talking about they feel that black women are too aggressive or too too, too strong or whatever. And I see black women saying, hey, I don't want to do all this. i gonna be honest with you. You can take that label off of me. I don't want to be out here. I don't want to be a man. I'm not trying to be masculine. And I always explain to people on an energetic level, we all possess masculine and feminine energies. It's about being balanced, being being balanced in those energies. When you look at the context of a black woman in America, she was set as a slave. She was set as a worker. So she was never afforded the privilege of what she originally was because she is the essence, the beginning and the origins of all things goddess and feminine. So I do want to say that if there is a conflict there with what is to be, how the gender roles are to be in the household, I have a solution for that. That is, again, going back to what Glendora said, communication and clearly Mm -hmm. defining in the, I call it the getting to know, because I advocate for friendship, growing courtship thing. I don't. Say the dating as much in the getting to know that you you find out the compatibility there, and if there's things that you all need to get aligned, and you can align them, then it needs to happen there long before you're like I'm in love, you're in the bed, and and now you're married, and you all are on two very different pages and bumping heads and having conflicts that are not going to be resolved in that marriage because they didn't start in that marriage. They were there before you got there and you're not you're not trying to alter those particular Adjustment. things. Mm-hmm. And so in, in saying all of this, I went through the whole list, dropped a, another one in there. I want to say that the response to these challenges, the ways of healing, beyond what we've obviously stated, seeing a specialist, a therapist, a counselor, an expert, we have to have culturally relevant, responsive actions in our communities and in our families. And for that to be so, it needs to be Afrocentric, African-centered. We need to go back, Sankofa, return to thyself. We need to go back to knowing ourselves and our ways. Now, am I saying you have to incorporate all of that into your life? No, but you need to contemplate you and your origins, where you come from, what has worked best for, for your people long before the invasion and the kidnapping and the colonization. Of that which is Eurocentric. And that right. includes your mind. They took your body. But there's still a hold on your mind. And if someone right. has your mind. They definitely have your body. Huh. Your body will yield. To everything else. Once they capture the mind. And in capturing the mind. You will also. If you can break it down. And then make the body yield to that breakdown. You have now confiscated the spirit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that is what's happening in our community. So I mean not to say that black people have some type of a deficiency in their African center or their African origins or black culture innately. We don't.
2: There's no, something
0: don't. there's something that is evasive and not evasive, but invading that's coming in and it's destructive. And so we have to we have to make that decision as a people and as individuals. That we're not going to do that. That's one of the first things is acknowledging that there is an issue and that it is not working for you. And I am choosing to learn different, to do different, to invest in myself. Investing in yourself is not always monetarily, but usually that mm-hmm. is involved. That is it involved.
1: Could be a, it ahead. could be simply it could be simply reading a book. book. To, yes, book. it <laughs> can. That, it could be it could be listening to this podcast. You know, it's all the way that's through yes <laughs> oh, for, right for, for help you further your mind, help you grow, help you not be stagnant, help you be uncomfortable help you take risks that's going to help you elevate yourself, right
0: so those are some of the answers the learning, the knowing of self, the contemplating of self, the learning things beyond what you know because it opened the door, seeking professional help assistance guidance and that will require investment of you not just monetarily but also of your time of your efforts of your commitment i say to people i need you to commit to you can you be faithful to you because you can't be faithful to anything else if you can't see yourself through come hell or high water every obstacle every challenge you like i see Me here and I will be there. I don't care if I am sleeping on the floor at the time you meet me. If I see myself in a mansion, I'm getting to that mansion. I want people to as far as their spiritual growth and their psychological and mental and intellectual growth to say, yes, I only know this right now, but I am going to become a guru, a genius or well studied, well informed. Just even if it's knowledgeable enough to create the life that you deserve to live, and you deserve to live a life that is not full of conflict and suffering and struggle, I, you know especially what? I in liked,
1: your house. I, I liked it when you had spoke on abundance earlier, because in the a, reality, the abundance, you mm-hmm. was talking about, yeah, and I loved it when you spoke on that, because I truly do believe that Black people were, it, it is our birthright to be living in abundance and the reality is that we have to realize how to do that and it's just like you said when you focus on yourself and start to order peace in your life by knowing yourself and understanding yourself then that's when You're going to have this heaven on earth. That's when you're going to actually live abundantly. That's when you're going to be truly
2: rich.
0: And that is a choice. Decide. Decide. Choose you. Make Mm -hmm. a decision and choose you and do what you need to proceed accordingly. Because in acknowledging, in saying that this, this issue or this challenge or whatever it is exists, it doesn't mm-hmm. even have to be something that's a negative. It's just you want to grow beyond it. Let's not let us not assume everything that you're experiencing in your life is a negative, because it may not be. But there's more for you. There's higher for you. There's greater for you. Make a decision that yes, this is good, but I got some more in me, and I'm going right. to maximize my capacities. When I I tell people get to a point where you're in life and you say that when when I transcend. When I leave this earth, I will be able to say and be in complete peace that I used everything. I used everything God put in me to the best of my ability.
2: That's to right. The best of my That's be- right. And you
0: cannot do that sitting up watching tv all the time and not doing your divine work and your divine work requires that you cultivate yourself which means you need to invest in you and study in you and that it does not always cost you but it may and at the very least it will require some time a lot of time right. you have to stop you you spoke earlier about uh the not wanting to be alone i tell people ask yourself why do you have an issue or why are you uncomfortable with being with you Girl. How that happened? What, what, how, the, how did that who who did what to you? Or at what point did you start to feel that way? Or what point did make did people make you feel that you had to be connected to something?
2: Uh-huh.
0: And just because uh you're alone, now I tell you there's nothing wrong if you want a companion. I there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't mean you're lonely or anything else. But when it hits to a level to where you're 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 like, I can't take it no more. You're entering a a level of desperation. It's becoming imbalanced. And this makes you susceptible to being victimized. Now you're going to get preyed upon. And then I'll hear women go, you know, all these men, they've done me wrong. They've done me wrong. Well, you have to ask yourself if you're the common denominator and you could be a great woman. You could be a really great woman. But what wound are you choosing this man out of? What long are you choosing? What is this I got to be with somebody? Matter. Let me go here because it's women... That is simply this. She has to have an excessive a amount of attention or be the center of attention.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I have to and, and, and we'll go into relationships like that and don't understand why it's not lasting.
2: Mm-hmm. I've said to
0: women before on the attention aspect, they'll go, you know, I, I want a husband. I want a man. OK. And then at the same time, I may see that see that woman, you know, getting jealous or hating on another woman that's very single doing what she does, not interfering with her. And then I go, wait a minute. You sure you want a husband or do you just want male attention? You want all the attention. Because the way I tell women all the time, you can tell me all day long how great of a woman you are, but I will really see what kind of woman you are by the way you treat other women. Hmm. I'm going to see your heart. (laughs) And see here, and then when I tell them that, I say, and guess what? You think because that man doesn't know or didn't see you, mistreating those women or these series of women throughout your life that he can't see your heart he can see right through you
2: girl I mean,
0: do not get confused with him getting inside of your body with him wanting you
2: right right that part
0: but they all will tell me i'm a good one i'm a good one well, let me let, let me let me see let me see what you do with her and her and her that's your heart
2: Mm-hmm. Your
0: heart ain't jumping back and forth like that, mm-hmm. but then when a man mm-hmm. comes, it's like, "Oh, hi, how are you?" you ch- you're turning your whole world upside down to a farce, cause that's not right. who you are, right? But look, we didn't went all into that, so <laughs> let's get there's A lot of things there, yeah. but we've said what those factors are. We've said the things that get professional help, learn, invest in you, self-educate, 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 yes. self-educate. Yeah. and learn when you need expertise when you need a master teacher Loma. it's
2: okay it's, yeah, it's, a, it's okay, okay but it
0: is not free
2: <laughs> no it, it, it shouldn't be it and shouldn't it is, be but it is
0: not free but i would i will change your whole perspective your whole life you will walk out into the world like like it's yours
2: See? and you will
0: be in joy you don't want to hurt anybody else you just living you live living the best that is in you because there's some best in you there's a lot right. of power in you. And so a lot of times I find with people that, that discuss in life that misery, that bitterness is because they really don't know who they are. So I'm hanging mm-hmm. on to that that culturally relevant and responsive teaching and learning. It's comfortable. You it's
2: have comfortable. To. You, you,
0: you, you, we have to. We are not... We are not white people. I don't have a problem with white people. I don't have a, a problem with white people um, embracing their culture and honoring their culture. What I have an issue with is our people not embracing and honoring our culture.
2: Mm-hmm. So and you know so, what? And also not knowing it, right? And that's they can't because they don't know it.
0: And that's what I've you know been saying over and over again. Know thyself. Know thyself. So we're coming to a close. Of this podcast because we have talked about it one more time for the audience glendora tell our yes. audience how they can reach you she is a family therapist and a wait a minute, let me get that right a family counselor and a mental health therapist how can they contact you by website and how can they contact you do you want to give your phone or just the email
1: well i can give everything so you all can reach out to me on my website at D and David S and Sam, the word Georgia spelled out.com D S Georgia.com. And actually on my website, if you click on a tab just in time, that is the family section and you will find a lot of um, things on your courses and they're under a hundred dollars um, stuff on there. So, you, you know, stuff out there to really just try and help you. You can get the um, journal, from amazon.com or the behavior therapy book for parents. You can get that on amazon.com. Just put my name in there, G-L-E-N-D-O-R-A-D-V-I-N-E. And if you just want to go ahead and give me a call, call 678-212-5146. And please do mention that you heard heard about me on this podcast and that's all you have to do
0: all right and if you want to get in touch with nikki g you know where to go www.nikkigspot.com of course you can hit that link tree which puts you on every platform including my school of sexology i want to thank you all for joining us and i will see you next episode